podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to the Daily Red, your lunchtime catch-up on all things Liverpool FC. I'm Dave Hendrick here to run you through the latest news. So folks, the big news yesterday was Andy Robertson signing a new five-year contract with Liverpool Football Club. Robbo had been contracted until 2024 and the club held an option to extend that until 2025, but they've torn that one up. And they've signed him to a new contract that will run until 2026 on improved terms. You would imagine better money, lower incentives. I think that's probably what they've done with the rest of the contract extensions they've done this summer in a bid to get the wage bill a bit more on an even keel. Robertson's obviously a hugely important player for Liverpool. Signed from Hull in 2017 for £8 million. Or another way to look at it is Kevin Stewart and £3 million. He's become one of, if not the best left-backs in the world. He's become a foundational piece of this team. He's probably the biggest surprise package of the Klopp era. We've seen, obviously, Salah develop from very good player into incredible world-class player. We've seen Mane go from being a frustrating, inconsistent, but hugely talented player into a world-class player prior to last season. We hope that he bounces back to his best form this year. We've seen many others develop under Klopp, but none quite like Andy Robertson, who, when he was signed, there was some backlash among the fan base. You know, why are we signing a guy who just got relegated? Why are we signing a guy who's been relegated twice? When he couldn't get into the team to begin with, there was a lot of people pushing back and saying he was clearly a signing that Klopp didn't want. FSG had forced him on Klopp. As it turns out, all of that was foolishness and he very quickly became first choice once Albi Moreno got injured. He did spur Albi Moreno on to the best run of form of his Liverpool career and we'll hopefully see some of that now with Costas as well where Costas will push Robbo and Robbo doesn't need much in the way of you know, encouragement to perform at a high level but it's always good to have that competition He was huge in our Champions League victory. He was huge in our Premier League victory. Last season, he and Ginny Wijnaldum were the two consistent figures between the defence and midfield. The front three was there all season. But the midfield chopped and changed. Injuries, midfielders having to play centre-back. Obviously, the defence was all over the place last season with injuries. Trent was out for a little while. Virgil missed the season. Matt had missed half the season. Gomez missed most of the season. Henderson went there, he got hurt. Fabinho went there, he got hurt. Quebec came in, he got hurt. So all things considered, even though some people said Andy Robertson's level dropped last year, it's kind of understandable when you look at what was around him. You look at how many games he had to play, how many minutes he had to log. Costas wasn't given an opportunity because without the established centre-backs there, Klopp probably wanted to seek some sort of continuity in that defence, at least something that was part of what we normally do. And having Trent at right-back and Robbo at left-back gave him that, even as the centre-backs were chopping and changing. And when you had uh, Reese and Nat Phillips come in and become the pairing towards the end of the year, two young players with very little experience playing for Liverpool, having those experienced full-backs was a massive bonus. And it did help the two centre-backs get through games. Robbo's defensive side has improved hugely since joining. 
He was a good defender when he joined. He was aggressive, but maybe some of his fundamentals weren't where they needed to be. Now there's there's nearly no weakness in his game. You look at everything he does defensively, and it's on point. He's a brilliant man marker. He's a great cover defender. He's aggressive. He can lead the press from from left back. On the ball, he's fantastic. A great crosser, a very, very good passer. Carries the ball brilliantly. Endless energy up and down the wing. Has that telepathic understanding with Trent. Has it with, with Sadio. Had it with Ginny as well when Ginny was established as the left side of the midfield. Obviously, it'll be somebody new this season. It's been Naby in the opening two games. Robbo's missed them, but you'd expect that once he gets back in, he will develop a relationship with Naby or Thiago or whoever it is that happens to play that role. Eight million is one of the great bargains of modern football. When we look around and see, you know, Ben Chilwell went last season for 45 million, rising to 50 with add-ons. 2014, Luke Shaw went for 35 million. Luca Dini, I think, cost Everton around 20 million. Spurs paid 25 for Regulon. They're probably the other guys in the top five left backs in the league. But all of them, and Kieran Tierney would be another one. I think he was around 20 million as well. But all of them are behind Robertson. Robertson is the best left back in the league. He's established himself as that over the past four seasons. And even if Luke Shaw had a slightly better season last year, that's one season out of seven at United where he's been at that level. United fans will hope he stays at that level. We know Rob will be back to his best. And we know that Robbo's best is the best in the league. So it's important for the club to tie him down. He's now under contract until the age of 32 which is probably around the point that we'll start looking to replace him, get him the whole way through his prime. I can see Robbo being one who's happy enough to become a squad player as he ages into his 30s, staying around, being part of the leadership group, being an important figure in the dressing room, very, very popular player, both with the players, the staff, and of course with the fans. He might be the most universally liked Liverpool player. I don't know anyone that has an issue with Andy Robertson. As a fan, all of the fans love Andy Robertson. The only people who won't like Andy Robertson are those that play against him because he brings that needle to Liverpool Football Club. He's the one that tries to get in the opponent's heads. You know, a little bit of gnarl, that laugh he does when he's right in their face, a little shove here, a little stand on the toes there. Andy Robertson brings the needle and it's great to have him tied down for another five years. To run around the other major sites uh, covering the club, Liverpool.com. Their headline story says Liverpool should follow the example of Manchester United and Chelsea transfer example examples with young defender. It's a piece about Nico Williams and suggesting that Liverpool should loan him out. Now, the issue with it is it says they should follow what Chelsea did with Tino Livermento, but Chelsea sold Tino Livermento. To Southampton, they didn't loan him. Uh, Brandon Williams, obviously, United have loaned out. I I do agree. I think Nico does need to to go on loan if we could sell him. I, I think that would be beneficial to the club. Get eight to ten million for him. You can replace him for that figure. Um, but certainly a loan would help get him get him games. I, I think 
in fairness, Joe Gomez and James Milner will probably play right back ahead of him this season. So alone is probably in the best interest of Nico, just so he gets game time and can develop. They also have a story about a transfer link that's come from Italy regarding Mikkel Damsgaard, the young Danish attacker at Sampdoria, and how Liverpool had a scout at the game, uh, at their game over the weekend. They played AC Milan. Uh, it's been reported that Sampdoria president Massimo Ferrero is demanding a figure in the region of 20 to 25 million for the 21 year old. Now, he had uh, fantastic Euros, obviously. He had a pretty good season for Samp last year. He's a very interesting player, can play wide, can play central as like a number 10. He's less of a natural attacker than, say, the ones that play in our front three. But he is someone that has the skill set and he's at the right age where you could convert him. Got great pace, very powerful player, tremendous work rate, great shot, both feet. He'd be an interesting addition. That's absolutely for sure. Uh, also a piece there uh, by James Martin, which is a good one, on Harvey Elliott and the link between Pep and Linders and Harvey Elliott that predates Liverpool. Um, it comes from the BT Sport and Athletic co-production of the interview with Harvey. And the piece uh, there is well worth a read. There's also on This Is Anfield, a preview of the Champions League draw, which comes tomorrow, and a profile on Terry McDermott, who obviously announced that he has dementia in the last few days. So uh, do make sure to give both of them a read when you get a chance. We also have an excellent profile on Terry McDermott. Stephen Smith has put it together up on AnfieldIndex.com. So do make sure you check that one out. Neil Jones has a really good piece on Goal.com about Shea Ojo, how he's gone from being the golden boy when we signed him. I think we paid around £1.5 for him as a 15-year-old. And he's become something of a forgotten man. His career at Liverpool just hasn't panned out. It's very unfortunate. Very, very talented player, but definitely needs to leave this summer and, and go and have a career somewhere else. He's more than capable, showed, showed himself to be more than good enough at the championship level last year. And hopefully there will be some, some offers come in for him. Uh, Dominic King has a piece on Mo Salah, but Liverpool should be aiming to keep him for the rest of his career. And there isn't an upgrade on him out there, which is a fair, a fair statement. Uh, that's over on the Daily Mail. And then Quiva uh, O'Neill has a really, really good piece about um, Trent Alexander-Arnold and Sadio Mane and the link between those players on the pitch, how Trent can assist Sadio, how he has in the past and what to look for moving forward, written in conjunction with Mark Carey, who's a very good data analyst, probably the best data analyst at The Athletic. So that, that's a very, very good piece. If you're a subscriber to The Athletic, do check that one out. Uh, Jordan Shakiri has said his goodbyes. He has posted on his Instagram. Dear fans in Liverpool Football Club, I will miss you. You and this special club with the unbelievable Anfield Stadium. Thank you for all your support. All the best. Stay, stay safe, Jordan. Hashtag, you'll never walk alone. Uh, I think we all loved Shaq. I don't think there was anyone that didn't like Shaq. His personality just shone through with every involvement. 
obviously had some huge moments for us against United, against Everton. And, of course, that Champions League semi-final, that cross for Ginny's goal will will not be forgotten. So, best of luck at Leon Cech. Uh, I'm sure you'll absolutely smash it over there. In terms of podcasts, then, we've got loads of new stuff up on Anfield Index Pro. There's obviously the Money Talks with myself, Mo Chatra, and Dara McAnthony, the owner of Peterborough, who's also a big Liverpool fan. Uh, I wouldn't normally be one to promote my own podcast, but that's one of the best podcasts I've ever done. It's it's absolutely excellent. It really, really is a belter. So do check that one out. Uh, the latest Under Pressure is up, the Deutsch Ball Antidote. Um, it's Dan Kennett, Daniel Rhodes, Cy Brundish and Phil Bartz. That is, um, that's really good. It's been 90 minutes, quite long for them. No gags there to rein in the time. So they've, they've run away with themselves. Uh, there's a quick news round about the Robbo contract signing. It's very similar to what I've just said about him on this. The new rival recon is up. Harry Sethi looking ahead to the Chelsea game. So do check that one out. And the latest Molby on the spot also up out this morning. Uh, Jan Mulby and Trev Downey having a good old chat about the Reds, about the start of the season. Obviously, there was no Mulby on the spot last week, so there's a bit of chat about Norwich, uh, about Burnley. Very, very well worth your while. And recorded this morning, The King and AI. Kenny Dalglish back with a new podcast. Uh, Eddie Gibbs and I believe Carol Matchett standing in for Trev Downey. So that'll be out today. That is going to be an absolute belter. They always are when Kenny's involved. And obviously, Carl's Carl's learned a lot from me over the years, I like to think. <laughs> Don't tell him I said that, though. He'll get upset. He's a big J journalist. He'll get upset. Uh, that is basically it, then, for today's Daily Red. Uh, do check out the Anfield Index website. Read that piece by Stephen Smith. If you are an Anfield Index Pro subscriber, thanks a million. If you're not, there's a free trial. Seven-day free trial. No risk. Check it out. See if you like the content. We are going to release one of the pro pods as a free to listen this week. Uh, not quite sure what one yet. We were going to do raw yesterday, but circumstances changed. So it'll be something, something good. Something good will be out this week that you can give a listen to. And it might just give you the idea to go and check out pro. Uh, do check out the stuff on the free side. Of course, though, there's the, Main Anfield Index podcast, the original podcast. That will be out at some point this week, I think, uh, with Trev, Cam and Carl. There will also be Nina's pod post-match after Chelsea. The call-in. So if you're looking just to get involved, that's a great way to get involved. Uh, the main pod is coming out tomorrow, Thursday. So that will be well worth uh, keeping an ear out for. And then there's always good articles. Stephen Smith is incredibly prolific and his stuff is quality. John O'Sullivan writes for the site. He's very, very good. And Sam McGuire, of course, always excellent to read. So do check all of those out when they are up. And that's it, really. Check out the Anfield Index shop. You can find it. It's got its own website. Or you can find it on Etsy. See you tomorrow. Bye-bye. Sports Social Podcast Network.